And we are going. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Belanger. Today's episode is brought to you by Generous United. Generous United, they are a membership-based buying group headquartered right here in Atlantic Canada. We're very fortunate to have Generous United right here in our backyard in Atlantic Canada to help out small businesses with their health care. It doesn't necessarily have to be prescription drugs. If you can save money on that, that's great. So that can allow you to afford dental, massages, acupuncture, whatever it may be under the roof of health care. Being able to save money on prescription drugs can benefit you, a loved one, a family member in multiple ways, not just one, okay? So what Generous United will do? They will team up with the pharmacist, the number, another person in your community who is dedicated to making sure that you are living your best and your healthiest life. Generous United will team up with that pharmacist and they will give you a free, attentive, personalized service that will allow you to save money on your prescription drugs. Think about that. Kind of crazy, eh? Head on over to generousunited.ca. That's G-E-N-R-U-S united.ca. Check to see if they have anything over there that can benefit you, a loved one, a family member. It doesn't matter who. Maybe you have a small business and some employees are having trouble affording their health care. Generous United is in your corner, okay? Atlantic Canada, our own backyard, they're here to help us, okay? Generous United, high button sports. We're doing our best. Here we go. We're almost out of this pandemic. Today's episode is also brought to you by Osprey Ridge Golf Course. 45 minutes to an hour outside of the city, a family-owned course, Graham Cook designed. You know whenever you have a family-owned business that they're going to take care of it. They're going to take pride in ownership. Whenever I play there, everyone is so friendly. The greens are great. The fairway is beautiful. And especially when you're done your round, you head up to the brand new renovated patio, grab yourself a beer, one, two, three, four, doesn't really matter how many beer you get. What do you want me to say? What do you want me to do? It's up to you how many beer you want. So you go up there, you grab some nachos, you enjoy your time. And also remember 30 to 40, 45 minutes outside the city, depends who's in front of you. You will be able to enjoy yourself and have a great time. Osprey Ridge, High Button Sports. Today on the High Button Podcast, we have Jake McNabb. Jake Plays for the Colorado Mammoth in the NLL. Stay humble. Plays against the Halifax Thunderbirds. Grew up in Owen Sound, Ontario. I actually met him yesterday for the first time at Alex Pace's uh, lacrosse camp. And it was a great uh, great conversation that Jake and I had. And I invited him on the podcast. He's right around the corner. And I think today's the last day of the camp. So uh, he's going to come over before he heads on over there after. So he played for the Owen Sound North Stars over in Ontario. He played for the Six Nation Arrows. And then he also played for the St. Catharines Athletics. I'm not too familiar with the lacrosse leagues over in Ontario, but I do know the teams that he played for are top-notch. And essentially, he was rewarded by uh, by getting a contract in the NLL to play for the Colorado Mammoth. So I'm excited to talk to Jake, see what it's like growing up in Ontario playing lacrosse. We all know how popular it is in lacrosse. So I used to play against guys like him uh, whenever I went over away to nationals, and Ontario was always the powerhouse. So I'm going to talk to him, see what the atmosphere is like over in Ontario when it comes to the game of lacrosse. It's going to be a great episode. I'm Justin. We're talking to Jake McNabb. Here we go. You know what comes next. Boom, just like that, Jacob, we're going. That's right. Happy to be here. Big fan of the pod. How, when, when did you get to town? Uh, I got to town, would have been Sunday around 3. What's today? Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah you've been here. Days. You're a fan yeah. of the podcast? Yeah, yeah. I listened to Alex's, and then there was another one, too, that I listened to just because he was telling me kind of what it was, all, it was all about, and it was uh, one with the Ottawa Senators, I forget. Drake who, Bath or yeah, something? Yeah, 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 it was yeah. that one. Yeah, I listened to a little bit of that, and then... Uh, the two that Alex did, so no way, man. Yeah. Well, day, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's your first impression of Halifax so far? Have you been here before? No, this is my first time out east. Yeah, Sick. I haven't been anywhere over here really. So, um, yeah, it was cool. Even just you know flying in and being able to see. Uh, um, actually, the guy that sat beside me on the plane. Yeah, he was a guy that sailed around here for years, so it was a little bit of a tour guide on the way in. He was Love just, it. Yeah, he was pointing you know stuff out to me and stuff. So. Yeah, it, it was cool. It's been a it's been a cool experience so far. Whenever you get a guy like that on a plane that's from here and he's lived here his whole life, I bet he was just chatting your ear up the he, whole. Oh time. yeah, he didn't stop talking about it. Yeah. He was like, and you could just see in his eyes, he's like so excited to be back. Right? I don't know how long it had been for him, but 
um yeah he was just like every little island it was just like he was nudging me and pointing right so which is which was cool right adds experience so where are you from uh I'm i know from, you're from ontario yeah but yeah own sound it's like a few hours north of uh toronto but uh i live like on a peninsula so i'm surrounded by water too so okay nice yeah, yeah it's oh, nice they have a really good junior uh junior hockey team owen sound what's the name of their yeah the attack the attack yeah yeah yeah, yeah good hockey team they uh this was a while ago, but they won the uh, Memorial Cup there in 2012 or 11. I think it was 11. Yeah, wow. So, yeah, good hockey team. Bobby Ryan, a couple other big names came out. Nick Suzuki, Montreal oh, yeah. guy. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, good good squad there. Yeah, you always hear that that organization come up and about whenever it's the Memorial Cup town. It's like Owen Sound's up there. they got yeah. a good organization going. That's right. What's the lacrosse community like in Owen Sound? It's good. It's always been good. Like, back even, you know. When my uncles were playing, you when they were young, they were winning all kinds of Canadian championships and stuff. And um, now it's like our junior B is is kind of on the uprise again. There's there's some good uh, local talent that's you know starting to come for a little bit. There it was you know we were we were middle of the pack or, or you know below average team in the league. But um, yeah, it's it's getting there. And we just got that uh, major team too, that uh, major series lacrosse team. So I guess senior A is it field. No, so the Senior A League, uh, like um, the Six Nations Chiefs, the so it's pretty much like all the NLL guys will come back, and in the summer they play in this league. Okay. So um, they there was a team in Brampton, they just moved Owen Sound, so we have a Senior A team and a Senior B team in Owen Sound now, which is which is pretty big. There's so many leagues out there in Ontario. Oh, it's crazy. There's so many players. Like they have they have Senior C, they have Junior C. Like you know what I mean. And some of these leagues have like. 25 teams and then there's a whole other league you know you know has another 10 like it's crazy a lot of lacrosse players so you guys have like tryouts and stuff like that eh? oh yeah yeah like there's there's like in some centers like in minor like i remember we were smaller um you know smaller center we we'd go in b right sometimes you go in like bc tournaments mm. you'd go to like a bc tournament there'd be a c team and they'd be like the third team like these these guys got cut from two teams to be on this team you know what i mean just because they're playing in like oakville toronto um burlington hamilton all these places that are like there's so many people that you know they could easily put together three four teams right they'll have like 100 kids to try it it sounds like the hockey community around here yeah like it's, there's just so many kids so yeah. many teams just so like many the leagues. triple a yeah, yeah double a single exact same thing right hey, what, what did pacer tell you about the, lacro the lacrosse community here in nova scotia what, what does he say about it so he was saying like it's similar to like it's it's similar to you know where I'm from. You like you every year there's you know there'll be kids that you know they'll be 14, 15, and they'll just be starting out, right? And we have that a little bit in Owen Sound too, right? You know, buddies that played hockey um, with these guys. You know, lacrosse guys go off for the summer. The hockey guys are like, well, you know what? I'll, I'll go and spend the summer with these guys, and they try it out, right? Yeah. It seemed like you know there was kids that were, you know, usually in Ontario you see a lot of guys that are like you know they've been playing since they were four, right? Where here it's like you know, kind of kids starting a little bit later, and then uh, and then um, kind of fall in love with it a little later. Where yeah. like at home, like I knew I wanted to play in the NLL since I was like literally like three or four. No way. Yeah, like I remember, I was I was <sighs> I think I was I think I was like four, three or four. I was playing paperweight. We call it paperweight at home. What's paperweight? Just the youngest age group you can play for lacrosse. So like it's pretty much just like yeah, oh, yeah. timbits. Okay, you yeah. sign up, you, you get to go out and play, right? Yeah. And, I remember Bob Watson. He was a goalie for the Toronto Rock. I know Bob Watson. Yeah, he was yeah. on more on the floor. Oh, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So he he came to a camp, this little town called Fergus near where I'm from. He came, and there was a camp, and after camp, you got to shoot on Bob Watson. I think I was three or four. I remember I scored on him the whole way home. I was, like, grinning in the car, like the happiest guy ever, right? It, it was, like, a dream come true. And then I look back at, like, uh, pictures, like, when I got older, and, you know, this guy's, like, lifting his stick up and has his legs spread out, like, just letting <laughs> goals in, right? Every kid's scoring on this guy. Like, I'm thinking, like, oh, I just scored on an NLL goalie, right? Uh, years later, I'm like, oh, this kid was letting anybody score, right? Dude, that's smart like, on his part. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, it was awesome, right? He's making kids' dreams come true. But I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to be the next superstar here, that's right? Sick. But, yeah, I fell in love with it then, and uh, yeah, ever since I haven't looked back, I just it's all I really think about, right? So, at three or four years old. So, so who introduced the game of lacrosse to you? So, my family's a big lacrosse family, no one sound. My uncles, I had an uncle that played in then all. Um, my uh, other uncles, they were like, you know, coaches coaching like present cup winning teams, and my uncle's got a man cup. Um, it was just even my dad played at a at a uh, at a young age, and then 
um he kind of went in another direction he liked music and stuff so yeah um, but even him like he still knew a lot about lacrosse just being around those guys for all these years his yeah. brothers so um yeah it was uh it was kind of like i was just you know born right into it which was yeah. which was awesome i gotta you know fall in love at a young age so. i just want to remind it like, that's awesome but i just want to remind all of our listeners right now that the studio in the house we're uh we're getting our chimney worked on right to the right and there's going to be some drilling and maybe some thumping in the back so if you hear a drill every now and then it's just the chimney being worked on so i apologize <laughs> to anyone that's annoyed by that but uh no that's great like to be introduced at the game or three or four we always talk about that around here it was yeah i was saying like 13 14 maybe a bit younger mm-hmm. but uh we always talk about oh man if we were introduced to the game at such a younger age who knows where we would have been who knows what the opportunities could have been in front of us exactly and we always wish we had that and right. whenever we went away to um like I was on a couple provincial teams where we got to play against Ontario, BC, uh, the the Mi'kmaq team. Yep. The you, like here's how essentially how it goes for us. Like we play against the uh, guys around here, and the 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 competitive nature. Don't get me wrong, it's high, but there's not enough guys here to have almost like a middle pack of a group. It's like you're either really good or you're just not so good. So if you're really good, your confidence is high, your ego's a little high, you're, you're right. doing really well. But when you go away to these other tournaments and you play against teams from Ontario, BC, and you, you, your ego, it's an ego check. And you're like, whoa, okay, these kids have been playing since three, four, like you just said. Right. And I remember we played, we went up to Burnaby, BC one year, and I think it was like a peewee tournament. And I remember having conversations with guys from Ontario and BC, and they were telling me their story about how they got introduced to the game of lacrosse and how long they've been playing it for and all these stories they've had and i've only been playing the game for like three four years i just thought it was uh an unbelievable eye-opener for the athletic world to me because it was just hockey 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 and just to see that there was another sport out there in canada Hmm. that people were obsessed with it was such a cool moment for me at the age of like 13 14 right right you know yeah yeah and like like you said it like uh, obsessed with it you know obsessed yeah like it's it's like there's you know you had some kids that they they were like okay you know they were set on the ohl right and they would just play hockey and they'd play the summer hockey but you'd have a lot of kids that were you know guys that were on the way to the ohl but you know summer hit and they're like no i'm gonna go try to win a provincial championship with all my boys right because i take this just as serious as i do the hockey right and you know i think i think if you look like a lot of guys i can think back like the team i played uh the team ontario team i played with like looking back at the guys on our team that were like good hockey players like there's a handful that are in the NHL right now, right? Yeah. And, like, Gretzky said it, and, you know, there's other guys in the NHL that have said it. Like, lacrosse is a great sport to go and play in the summer and just, you know, put hockey aside for a second. And, you know, the lacrosse works on your hand-eye and just other things, your conditioning, right? So, like, it's uh, I think it's good to, you know, put the hockey stick away and pick up a lacrosse stick, right? And, like, when I played on Team Ontario, we had guys like Cal Foote. Like, he's playing for uh, Tampa now in the yeah, NHL. Yeah. And, um, another guy in the Tampa organization, uh, Boris Kachuk. I think he played for the World Juniors there a couple years ago okay. for Canada. So, yeah, just guys like that that, you know, they were some of the best lacrosse players in Ontario. Would have went to the NLL eventually, right, had they went through Junior A and everything. But, you know, they just made the OHL and went that direction in NHL. So, you know, there's lots of great, great hockey players in Ontario that are lacrosse players too, right? I, yeah i don't know what something correlates between being a, a hockey player and a lacrosse player the game came so natural to me mm-hmm. i don't know if it was the hand-eye coordination i don't know if it was my cardiovascular i don't know yeah. what it was but when as soon as i picked the stick up just felt natural yeah yeah and it's not like it's a similar sport to hockey it's not mm-hmm. you know like a sticks up here and you got to stick down here for yeah. hockey it's a little different but yeah there's something about it that just correlates so well yeah just being in that rank too makes you feel like yeah. you're at home right yeah you know what i mean and the card, like I remember, like when I was when I first started, don't get me wrong, I did well. Mm-hmm. But the thing that allowed me to do well was just my, I think cardio. I could outrun anyone. Right, right. I was such a skinny. I'm still skinny, but I could, I could run, and I wasn't afraid to get hit because in hockey you're getting hit. Right. And that kind of element was there to me. And I don't know, shooting the ball came natural. Mm-hmm. It's still a sport I love trying to figure out. Even like the string, I'm looking at my sticks right now. I'm just, yeah. I'm still trying to fit. Like it, it's just a. There's something about it. Like, yeah. I haven't played in two years, and yesterday when I got early to the camp and I was out there playing around, mm-hmm. just, ah, oh, man. I know. It just, it has that hold on me. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. And it's, like, it's it's such a unique sport in the way that, it like, it's, like, everything is so, like, creative and, 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 you know, about the sport. And just, like, even looking at the stick. Like, you buy a hockey stick, yeah, you know, it, over time it, the, the stick changes as far as, you know, 
you're the weight of it and your flexes and all these little different technology things that they fix but with lacrosse stick it's like it can change so easily just based on you know a shooting string coming loose right? yeah and it's like that's what's so weird about it it's just like if your hockey stick isn't you know shooting well it you know the, like it's not really an excuse right where if you have a lacrosse stick if it hooks or whatever like i at the camp yesterday i took out a few shooting strings and kids sticks right one way that you can make a stick shoot higher it's usually hitting off the bottom shooting string i take it out and like just like that like it was almost a whole different player right where like you know the kid here might not have somebody that can be like hey you know that stick hooks if we can make it shoot high and then you compromise for it shooting high you know you won't have a pass hit your friend's feet anymore right so and i did that to a few players and by the end of it i'm like you know that's one thing i should maybe be, lo be looking for when i'm out here is you know let's fix some of these sticks if we could have everybody you know using a stick that shoots high and they get used to it you know i think that's great for the game i know in own sound there was a few coaches that at the start of the year they would make their team and they would take everybody's sticks on the team and they would go home and get every stick strung the exact same way small pocket four shooting strings and it was like crazy there was kids that would you know was, yeah there was kids that would end up like you know not being able to make a pass by the end of the year like it was just it was just automatic and there you go right there look so what you got is, so this this stick i've had since like peewee yeah it just obviously like the the blue strings have been changed every now and then but look how shallow that is you got the four strings it shoots high but i've used it for such a long time it shoots low i know how to like it shoots where exactly, i want it to go want it, yeah but i can't like when i first started i had that deep 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 pocket and i just had no aim no control nothing exactly. the shallow pocket like i don't even cradle with this like i'm just it's just like a little yeah it's, you know, it's just, just rock like, it, right? I, I don't even really it's just like I, and I love the shallow. I love the quick stick with it. I love to be able to get the ball out quickly. Mm -hmm. I just love a shallow pocket. And people think yeah. I'm crazy using yeah. it. But. No, and it, the ball comes out so much quicker. Comes out so much quicker. You can make a pass. Uh, like, you know, you see a lot of these plays where you're in tight and you're just making a little pass. Yeah. With that big pocket, you can't make these little three-foot passes no. when a guy's, you know, getting in the middle, right? So, like, yeah, I, I, you know, I try to encourage as many players as I can. Like, even there's guys in Owen Sound that are – great players and you know we have a kid unbelievable player in own sound he's 14 he goes down to the city and he's like one of the best players i think he's probably one of the best players in canada wow what's and, his name uh, yeah his name's jonah kerr look up and, jonah kerr. and he is yeah he's legit and he's a guy that um he was using a, a deeper pocket and he likes being like real creative with his stick you know what i mean and he likes being able to you know make fun moves right and i'm like you know that's awesome for right now it's 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 fun making you know kids look silly with these moves but i'm like I, I gave him a stick there last week and it was what we talked about small pocket four shooters and i'm like you know you're using this and i gave him and he's using it and you know it's it's something that i think that little change in him using that is you know gonna help him get to the junior a level and be like elite because if he if he stays with that stick you know i've seen great players that just because of their stick and the pocket and just like falling in love with this you know having this like unbelievable control with the big pocket has just has just ruined them really right so yeah he's an unbelievable kid keep an eye on him you know i think he's gonna be running junior a in about two years so so like junior a in ontario like that's big dog right? oh yeah see like here don't get me wrong it's still like it's a i don't know do we have yeah we have junior a here i don't even know if it's junior a i think it's just junior i don't think we have junior b it's just junior right right yeah, I think they're. The, I think it's like Junior A here in the province, but then they go compete in the Junior B National Championship. Yes, that's what it is. So it's like it's okay. This is the first team. That's this what it is. The is. first Junior A, like it's the first team. You know, these are all the guys that made it here. But when you go and play, because like it just makes more sense for them. And don't get me wrong, when they go and play those Junior B teams in Ontario, like there's years where the Junior B champions of the country would beat the junior a champions yeah but draper was telling me that yeah, yeah like so yeah. the year there was like i think it was like four or five years where uh the six nations rebels were just like every year winning the um the uh, founders cup and uh there was years where they were winning it and they had such a strong team it's like you know i think they would beat you know the team that won the minto this year maybe two or three years in a row they would at least compete at the minto right so mm. um yeah, it's crazy. And that's just homegrown talent that they had. That Those are just, you know, a core group of guys that want to stick together and play together. And, you know, when you play together when you, since you're, you know, four and five all the way up to a junior, uh, you're playing with cousins and brothers. You know, that's a tough team to beat, right? So, 
Yeah, but there, there's something about a, a lacrosse chemistry that's different than at least any other sport I've played. I've had line mates that I've had chemistry with playing hockey, but having chemistry with a guy in lacrosse, one of the coolest things. Just knowing when you're about to do a pick and roll, you don't even have to look where the ball's coming from. You just know where it's coming from. You don't even have to call for it. Just right. as soon as it's on the roll, it's in your stick. Right. And you don't even have to like call for it. It's just an eye. Like if you're on the crease and you're popping up and you know the guy at the point has the ball and you know you're about to roll to the middle and you just, oh, yeah, there's, something, right there. there's something so yeah, yeah. against Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, it's the best feeling in the world, no Mark. Kidding. Mark, I'll explain to you later. But like, it's <laughs> it's just a, it, it it's just something that's so uh, yeah. I I just love it. And I love mm-hmm. that you're talking about the shallow pocket. I never really thought of that. Like, if you have a deep pocket, yeah, you can be creative, but you can't get rid of the ball as quickly. Mm-hmm. I never really want to have. I do want to have the ball when I'm playing lacrosse. But like I said, when I first started, I loved playing off the ball and getting away from someone and just getting that two-foot step on a guy yeah. just so the guy I have chemistry with knows I'm coming around the net really quickly. Give me the ball, top, top, top. Right. I just love that feeling. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, good... no, I'm the same sort of player. Like, I like I like having the ball. Um, it all depends on the team you're playing for, right? you got to take a different role yeah. on, on different teams. But um, in the NLL and the games I was playing, and, you know, I didn't have the ball a whole lot, but I liked, I like, I'm a shooter. I like to shoot the ball from the outside, and I just find ways to set myself up to get time and space from the outside. So a lot of time you're doing that without the ball, right? So, yeah. um, you know, stay busy inside, and you know, once you got guys busy in there, pop out, get a swing pass, right? That's kind of that's kind of my game. So yeah, I'm the same way. It's fun playing without the ball, and you know, letting the the uh, the passers and the, the the creative guys really work, and then you know, you get the uh, the fun part, letting her fly. What's uh, what's Colorado like? I asked Nathan McKinnon this question. He had a good answer. He said he was great, loved the mountains. Yeah. Well, what's what's your impression of it? I didn't get to – so I haven't really gotten the full mountain, um, you know, experience yet. I usually just go there. You're in the city of Denver. Um, you know, you do your practice on the Friday. You wake up. You have lunch. You go play. And then it's just, you know, your nightlife after, right, yeah. which is awesome. But um, – as far as like the city of Denver, it's it's unbelievable. It's such like a, a chill town. It's so clean too, but it's like it's like you know these these people traveling all over for you know ski and snowboarding, right? These guys are are you know, it's like you don't see fights outside these bars. You know what I mean? Like we'd go out and it's just like everybody you know have a good time and then head her home, right? So you go to other places and it's just like you're you're coming out expecting for a riot. Like yeah. you know you go to Buffalo or something. It's like everybody's so jacked up it's like you come out of the bar at, you know and they're open at 4 a.m so that's just a disaster so you come out of that place and it's just like somebody's looking to throw one at you right so but we're there it's just like you know probably has to do with a lot of people smoking weed too say, right everybody's all chilled say. out they're going home to you know take their pizza home and, and call her a <laughs> night right so but no it's fun it's it's a great city i love it we're i don't know if you know this but there's a lot of maritimers that are drafted to the colorado avalanche organization like probably seven yeah yeah so we're planning hopefully this year well yeah i guess the borders are open if you're double vaxxed you can go yep excuse me so we're trying to plan a trip to denver hopefully sometime this year when does your season start december 3rd is the home opener yeah, yeah. so i'm there in november the first week of november but i'm living out there you're living uh, in Denver. Yeah, I'm living out there. Uh, me and my girlfriend are going out there. Sick. Um, so we'll be there for the, the five months or whatever it is for the season. So, yeah, you'll have to let me know if you're out there. 100%. Yeah. So, like, now that we know you, that's a connection. Like, we'll go to a lacrosse game. We're going to go to a hockey yeah, yeah. game, try to get a football game in. Yeah, that'd be awesome. But uh, we, we're really looking forward to getting out there and doing some traveling this year. Nice. Where do you live most? Did you live in Did you live in Owen Sound most of this year? Yeah, so I lived... Uh, I lived in Owen Sound for the season, and I was just flying out. And yeah. then this summer, I was just I was just back home too. Dude, you must be itching to play some lacrosse. Yeah, well, I, it was nice. I got to play. I've been playing in that major league for Owen Sound, like that yeah. senior team. Yeah. But we only had an eight game season. I played four games. We played last night though. Um, the boys won. I got to shout out my buddy uh, Mike Feegan. He's <laughs> a he's a guy like this guy. He so he plays on the team with us. Yeah. But. This guy, this, this is like a crazy story. How So he just signed an NLL contract, okay, in Fort Worth. So this was a guy that's like, he's one of our best buddies. He's been one of our best buddies for years. Yeah. He's, he's a beauty. And uh, he uh, he was like, he played minor lacrosse with us and stuff. And he was a guy that was like, you know, there was – there was like, you know, you had your like, you for your few guys that were elite guys and then, you know, middle pack. And then you had guys that were just there more or less because it was like, these are my hockey buddies. Right. Yeah. And he was a good player, but he was like, he was there for the summer with the boys. You know what I mean? And he was, he, and he loved that. And, and we'd always bug him and stuff. Cause me and my, one of my good buddies, Jordan Caskinet, we'd always, you know, pick on him. Cause he was always smaller than us and younger, but he's like, 
he's like six four, two thirty now. Like this guy's just he's probably he's probably one of the bigger he'll be one of the bigger guys in the NLL, right? And he just he just grew like crazy. He was playing junior B. They had him playing defense. Um, they pulled him up for offense for a game. Went and scored eight goals out of nowhere. Like he went and had an eight goal game in junior B. And then like a year later, he's playing like at the Minto Cup for junior a and now he's got an NL contract like he was a guy that was just like this guy's playing lacrosse and hanging out with the guys just more or less for the summer out of nowhere he just like kind of takes over and he he's gonna he's gonna end up being one of the best players to come out of Owen Sound like he's he's gonna be in the NL this year dude some guys just have it it's crazy without even knowing it. and he like figured out how to use his size and he like I don't know if he even, I don't know if he watched film or he had great coaching in uh in Orangeville um but uh, like just out of nowhere, he just end up, you know, becoming this player, and he's got this contract, knows how to use his size, like, and he's smart, and he's he's got filthy hands. Like he had a goal last night, and he catches the ball inside, and he just, I think this was on Nick Rose too, the goalie for the Toronto Rock. Yeah. He just fakes far side, wraps it right around him, top corner. Uh, like, you know, he's playing against NLL defense here, and he and he's already doing so well like he scores like two goals a night huh. in this league right and it's just out of nowhere but yeah i had to shout him out because it's like it's it's crazy story how he how he ended up getting there dude it's i cool. love those stories the yeah. guys that like just didn't intend on making it but just kind of has some house uh, yeah like i was talking to him last night i was like because we went to a rock game there like years years ago like we were we were kids and um i remember just being at the game and it was kind of like he he was kind of like saying like oh you know yeah, can't you wait till you're here one day like just say it to me like you know because that was always my everybody knew yeah. that was my that was my main focus my dream and he's like can't you wait to be here and we I talked about it last night I was like man when we went and watched the rock game like you know 10 years ago or whatever it was did you ever think you'd be scoring on the rock starting goalie right last night he scores on him we were just talking he's like man I had no clue that I ever I'd ever be in the same arena playing these guys right and now he's scoring on them and He's going to be playing in front of, you know, 15,000 people this year once he makes this squad, right? So, it's crazy. It's a crazy story. But he didn't see it coming. He's pretty much got blindsided, right? But it's awesome. He's, like, pissed. He's like, ah, man, I got to go play in the NLL now. I didn't yeah. plan on this happening yeah, or yeah. whatever. And he's got, like, a sweet job. He works – he's an electrician at, like, um, a nuclear power plant. Like, so he's got a sweet job. So, like, now he's just got, like, awesome job. And uh, he's just going to go and six side he's, hustle. He's just going to go and side hustle, you know, have some fun on weekends all over North America, right? There's something about the NLL that I love about that element of it, how it is it is a side hustle. Like, don't get me wrong, it's everyone's passion. They want to do it for a living, but, like, yeah. they, they, they balance regular life with it. It's a cool league in that sense. Oh, yeah, you'll have, like, you know, cops, plumbers, yeah. construction workers, everything, right? Yeah. Teachers. And, uh yeah, and then they they leave work early on a Friday, and and they go and and they're you know somewhat famous for a night, right? It's crazy. But isn't that, I think that's the coolest, most underrated thing yeah, ever. Yeah, like you have guys that are just they go back to their hometown and they're they're another one of the guys, but then they go somewhere and you know there's people buying their jerseys. Like it's such a weird dynamic, right? It's cool. But yeah, it's it's yeah. such a cool thing. It's yeah. it's a it's a part time celebrity athletic professional sports job yeah like it's and then just, monday it's just it goes away <laughs> yeah but it's, it's always like you get to look forward to something yeah, how many yeah. months out of the year does the season run uh, i think it's like well if you'd make the playoffs i think it's like somewhere from you know like you'd start training camp in november i think you're ending somewhere like in april maybe if, man yeah so just what a life yeah just a fun life yeah and I couldn't believe uh, what what was the I guess rumor mill in the NLL about the Thunderbirds because we had great attendance when that that one year they were here, the city was buzzing. They had a good record. What, what was the overall like assumption? What assumption of the league, the team? Is that the word I'm looking for? The overall, the overall thoughts on the team. I don't know. I think it's great. It's obviously great for the minor programs. Like you know, yeah. you bring an NLL team somewhere. Like we did at the camp yesterday. I noticed like a couple kids having. Um, stickers on their helmets and stuff. I don't know if there was a camp that they did here. I think they might have done. Yo, one they've done a the couple. Team. Yeah, and uh, then I seen um, there was one kid. He had a uh, um, a head that was Cody Jameson's head signed by him and stuff like that. You know, so just having pros over here playing and these kids to be able to you know go and watch them and and see them in the community when they are here is is great, right? It gives and you know kids just more uh, more players and and you know guys to be role models and look up to and stuff right it's time for a quick timeout brought to you by crypto vantage did you know that professional athletes are starting to get paid in cryptocurrency also professional athletes are starting to invest in cryptocurrency it's crazy 
Also, teams like the Oakland A's, the Dallas Mavericks are starting to allow fans to pay for their tickets using cryptocurrency. Unbelievable. That's why here at High Button Sports, we've teamed up with CryptoVantage to educate you on everything cryptocurrency. Head on over to info.cryptovantage.com slash high button, fill out the white paper, they will send you a free package that will allow you to gain access and knowledge to everything up to date with cryptocurrency. One more time, info.cryptovantage.com slash high button. Fill out the white paper at the bottom and you will be granted a free all access information package that will allow you to gain knowledge on cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency is everywhere. You hear it everywhere you go at the dinner table, at the dinner table, excuse me, the sidewalk, wherever you go. It's in the air, okay? Now it's time to take advantage and it's time to get educated on it, okay? So, Crypto Vantage High Button Sports, we're here to help you. Now, back to the podcast. Did you get to come here and play? No, I didn't. I think we were supposed to or I think we might we might have been coming out here i forget i know the one that really uh really hurt me is i when i was getting in and playing um it was right around the time we were going to toronto and covid hit the week before we were supposed to play the toronto game there my sister had like three fan buses from toronto setting up like i bet you there was like there had to have been over 500 people from old sound going like it was crazy because so i was playing i would have been playing that game because i was in the lineup by then playing well and uh i was playing against my old teacher from high school, Adam Jones. So like I'm like playing school teacher, school teacher, high school teacher. <laughs> so when I was in grade, I was in grade 12, I TA'd his gym class. So he was teaching grade nine gym. And, uh, yeah, I was a teacher assistant in it. And, uh, we would, we would, uh, we'd set kids up on the field playing whatever. And there was times where, you know, we'd go grab our sticks and we'd be playing and stuff like that. And, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, years later, I, I played him in an exhibition game in Oakville but, uh, yeah, we were supposed to play each other, and it was supposed to be, you know, a big thing. You know, teacher versus student. It would have been awesome. Me and, my dad, me and my dad were laughing. They're like, what if you just drop the gloves with Jonesy at center? And it's just, you're, you know, you're scrapping your teacher. Could you imagine? That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. But, what no, if- he's a beauty. He's a big, like, he was a big mentor for me. And he was a guy that, um, like, you know, for guys knowing sound, like, like myself, he was one of the guys that, you know, paved the way. And you can – and it's awesome. He got drafted to Colorado and played there, too. So, He's a guy that I can ask questions about legit anything, contracts and no way. the city. Yeah, so he's awesome. He's a great teacher, uh, great mentor, but awesome guy. Awesome. Guy. How far is uh, Owen Sound from Toronto? Uh, it's about two and a half. So how often did you drive when you were a kid to Toronto to watch the Rock play? Uh, we'd go. We go quite a bit. Like. I'd say, well, we'd probably watch, like, three games a year, I'd say. Yeah. Um, my dad's a shift worker, so he'd have, like, seven days off, like, once a month. Yeah. That's usually when we'd go, right? So, yeah, we'd go to a couple games. Like, usually we'd go down with other families and stuff and make a trip a bit, get a hotel room and stay over and stuff. Oh, so, no way. Yeah, so it was cool. Yeah, and it was always, it seemed like that guy, Mike, he was always one of the ones that it was, like, him and his dad would always just come with us, right? <laughs> they would. They never thought that, you know. He'd be suiting up, you know, for a team in the NLL one day. That's it's a crazy story, but it's awesome. That's insane. Yeah. Those trips must have meant the world to you, going to the big city. Oh, yeah. Watching NLL. Oh, yeah. And at the time, you said you knew you wanted to be in the NLL. Oh, yeah, yeah, I knew. I remember just standing, like, I would, you know, between the sections. You know when you come out arenas and it's just, like, it opens right up? I remember just standing there. I'd be there, like, an hour and a half before the game. Players wouldn't even be on the floor yet. I'm just standing there, like, damn, I got, I got to play here, right? That's all I would think about, like – I would I would go to a rock game. I'd come home the next night. It'd be like a Monday. I'd go to practice. I'd come home. My dad set up a floodlight in my backyard, and uh, leaning up against the fence would be a tr- old trampoline that we had. And then I had like tarps coming off the side of it. It was my shooting spot, right? So I'd set up this floodlight, and there was times where, you know, my dad gets up for for work at like five thirty, six o'clock. He goes in for for seven, works a twelve hour shift, and there was times where the floodlight would still be on. I'd be shooting in the morning, like. 13 14 staying up all night shooting i was like obsessed i was obsessed man i was like and you know it was like i for a while when i was playing when i was young playing junior i'd come home from away game and we'd um the you know the arena guy would just let me stay longer and shoot and you know looking up the clock i'm like oh i better call my dad you know he's not gonna be up to come give me a ride i'm still shooting after we just got home from away game you know what i mean but yeah the 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 floodlights one that my my mom always brings up she's like oh you know I, you know I'll make this team or or do
do this and she'd be like oh and that's why right it was the floodlight we still have it too i haven't <laughs> turned it on in a while you know a little bit older i shoot in the middle of the day and i, I go to bed <laughs> i'm not staying up all night i'm i'm still obsessed with it but you know that was that was extreme i loved it so much that i would just i would just shoot all night i would just shoot all night they know you're shooting but, a lot when the electrical bills through the roof yeah yeah like, yeah like oh bill's high jake's shooting a lot yeah yeah exactly but no they're like my parents are awesome they're so supportive but i i had i had the best support you know at home because i didn't have like the you know i think a lot of kids get buried just because there's so much pressure and you know what i mean like you know it seems like the you know it's like the hockey dad right you you, you put so much pressure on this kid you you think he's the best ever and it's just like so much weight or my dad, like, he would just, we'd laugh about stuff during the game. Like, or after the game, we'd laugh about something that happened, and he'd give me a tip here and there, but it was, wasn't like wasn't like he was trying to make me to be this great player. He just kind of guided me along the way. That's the best. Awesome. You said your uncles played. Did your dad play? He just played when he was young. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He had, he had like, uh, I forget what it's called. He had some sort of nerve damage in his back, so that's yeah. kind of why he stopped playing, yeah. Oh, yeah. But he was like... Uh, he was a big rock star. He had a band and stuff like that. He had the long hair, so like he was uh, he was a lacrosse guy for a bit, and then he fell in love with the the music and yeah. yeah so he did that, and then my mom uh, she made him she made him uh, give it up and and have kids. So, <laughs> so he said it was tough to swallow at the start, but he said it was the best thing he ever did. <laughs> Man, I feel before every guy gets married. It's like the woman, like my dad, who's a cigarette smoker, and my mom was like, "I'll marry you, but you got to quit smoking." Yeah, it's yeah. Like the next day, yeah, you yeah. know, it's like. All right. Thing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, all right, I guess so. Yeah, it's no like choice. Yeah. Probably the best thing you ever did too. Did, did didn't you did you just get married or I was looking at I was stalking you. No, did you no. just propose? No, no, just a promise oh, ring. My bad. No, my bad. yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> my bad. Yeah, no, not not yet. But yeah, my girlfriend's she's unbelievable though. Did yeah. she make you quit anything? Any vice? Uh no, I don't think I had to quit nothing. <laughs> she she's uh, my buddies love her. Like she she'll uh, she always likes having a good time. She'll she'll come out with us to the bar and stuff like that, have drinks. She can hang out with the boys. She's uh, That's the best. one of those girls. Yeah, she played hockey and stuff growing oh, yeah. up, so she'd always play on the boys team too. She's a good hockey player, so um yeah, she, no, she's awesome though. Is she going yeah. to Denver with you? Yeah, she's coming. Nice. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. We actually just bought a bought a dog, so what kind? Uh Australian Shepherd can't picture it but yeah it they're like sick. they're like yeah they have like lots of color in their face and i gotta look it up yeah look them up beautiful dog we named him rip 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 yeah australian shepherd oh what a good looking dog yeah right rip yeah rip how big is it gonna get i don't know i'm not sure he's got big paws so he's probably gonna be a bigger oh, bigger wow. dog but what a nice looking dog this week that i'm on he's probably gonna he's probably gonna grow like crazy i'll show you a picture of him i got one let me see i got a my parents have a brown labradoodle oh, yeah. levi levi great pup nice great pup doesn't do anything he just lays there he just wants to cuddle you there he is there oh rip looks like a rip eh oh what a rip <laughs> yeah what a great name what a great oh the dots yeah yeah cool eh? how old is he uh, he'd be like 11 weeks now, 10 weeks. Oh, what a cute puppy. Yeah. What up, Rip? Yeah. Man. I feel like Denver's a good climate for a dog like that. Yeah. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Won't be too hot. Not too It'll be hot. be good. Yeah. It'll be good to go. He'll look good in the mountains, eh? 100%. Oh, yeah. When do you say you head out there? Uh, it's be like the second week of November. First week's yeah, yeah, training yeah. camp, and then I'm going to drive out there and have my truck. Wow. Yeah, Smart long, play, though. Long trip. Yeah, have my truck, and it's just then I can... You know, then we can go do more stuff during the week. Mm. You know, I you know, there's a couple places, Boulder, a couple other, you know, small little village places yeah. I want to check out. So, need the truck. Being in a place like that, like I lived in Vancouver for a couple years, didn't have a car. Worst decision ever. I I had a car in Halifax, sold it here, flew to Vancouver, mm. and it's like I should have just drove to Vancouver and had the car because yeah. you got Whistler right there, you got Wine Country a couple hours away. There's so much shit to do outside of Vancouver. I feel like uh, Denver is that same. You got a lot of skiing, you got a lot of mountains, right. you got a lot of scenery, you got a lot of hunting, a lot of stuff to do like around that area. Right. Car's big. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to see you. I'm, I'm wondering, I don't know what the exact rules are, but I want to I want to do some sort of hunting while I'm out there. Yeah. I hunt and fish a lot at home, so, yeah. and uh, yeah, the, the, the hunt, like I'm at the airport and, you know, I'm seeing, you know, 20, 30 guys walking in with gun cases, right? Like, they're going hunting. So up in the mountains, they got full camo on. So I know the hunting's good out there. Watch all kinds of shows where they hunt up in the mountains there. So 
that's something that would be that'd be cool spare time out there but have you, to wait and see. you grew up next to the water you said eh mm-hmm. so you like yeah that's like here yeah we, we spend lots of time on the water we got buddies with boats and jet skis and stuff but oh, yeah. yeah even just hanging out and spend a lot of our long weekends on the water so the older i get the further away i want to be from the city yeah the way i see it is like i'm in the city to work yeah and as soon as the weekend hits i got my family has a cottage probably like an hour and a half from here just on a lake just try to put the phone away yeah sit there just don't do anything that's right it's the best have a couple cold ones oh more than a couple yeah that's right it's just uh it's it's unbelievable Mm -hmm. and i find it helps with my productivity like if i don't get it push everything aside and just you know refocus get back to it the next day right 100 percent. yeah yeah, if I'm good. here too much, I get too wound up. I don't focus on the work. I just do it just to do it and don't put actual like effort. You know what I mean? Like right, you're like, here. It's like, well, I'm here. I might as well just do it. But you're doing it, and it's there's not much purpose to it. You're just doing it because yeah, yeah. But when you're away and you're relaxed and you come back, you're like, okay, refresh, good yeah. to go. Let's work. Now for you're like, dialed in. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It's the best feeling ever. Um, when you said you were three or four and you, you started the game of lacrosse, how long did it take you to figure out that you wanted to play in the NLL? Uh. It was so early that I I don't remember. Like I don't remember. You know, you think you'd have one like experience as a kid where you're like, okay, you know, this is okay. I really want to do this now. Where it was so young for me, I was like, I don't remember a time that that wasn't the one thing I wanted to do. Wow. Yeah. Like I look back and uh, my mom, she saved all my stuff from school. Like if there was a even a journal from school and you know junior kindergarten, she had it saved. Like she's a daycare teacher, so she's one of those, you know. She just keeps that kid stuff because she realizes, you know, how much, you know, it's nice to look back on later. And I would go through, like, journals, junior kindergarten. It's just like, you know, what do you want to be? And it was like, it was like Santa Claus, a, f- a fireman, or the NLL. Like, <laughs> just like a little kid, right? I, you know, that's that's the three things I wanted to be. It's just like, it was always something that I had in mind, right? Even when I was a kid and I'm talking about this crazy stuff, like being Santa Claus, right? It's like, you know, there's NLL right there right beside it, so... You know what I mean? That's incredible, man. To yeah. have that dream at that young of an age is crazy. Yeah, That's yeah. nuts. I know. It's a rare thing. Like, a lot of guys, a lot of girls don't figure it out till you know, like, mid-20s. Like, to have a, a goal at that young of an age, man, that's it's a blessing in disguise. Yeah, Like, yeah. to have direction. You said you're up to, like, 5 in the morning playing lacrosse yeah. on that trampoline. Just obsessed. Like, dude, like, that's, I don't know anyone that young, like, doing that. That's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. That's insane. The game must have had such a hold on you at a young age, man. Yeah. I gotta talk to your uncles. Yeah, yeah. That's cr- that's that's nuts. Yeah, just something. I don't know. Something about it. It was just like yeah. it's in your DNA almost. Yeah, like at that young of an age, there's no. What else would it be? Yeah. Like, and it was yeah. It was just like, like there was just nothing else that you know I would even compare. That like there wasn't like oh I want to do this and this. It was just that's all it was. There there was all the energy right there. Yeah. So, um, first NLL game. Oh, I won't forget it. That's for sure. Give me the rundown. Man, I thought I was going to break my hand when I first got out there. I was so excited. Where was he? Okay, so. What'd you have for breakfast? You go back. What okay, you so I, I don't even know what I had for breakfast. I remember we were like, uh, I was uh, one of the goalies on our team. That's who I was staying with. He's a He was a beauty. He's a, um, he's like a veteran in the league. Great guy. Tyler Carlson's his name. What's up, Tyler? Yeah, what up? So uh, he, uh. I was roomed with him and I'm like, I'm like kind of like pacing back and forth in the room. And you know, this guy, he's been around the league for a while. So he's like, I'm having my nap, right? Like I'm, I'm laying down and I think I was kind of like almost, you know, I was almost stressing him out just by like me being like, so like kind of antsy. Then I asked him, I'm like, like, what do I, what do I got to expect, man? What do I do? Like, he's just like, oh man, just go be yourself and just like play it off. Super cool. Right. And I was like, all right. So I calmed me down a bit. Um, I remember, you know, going to the game, the nerves were flying. I was so excited to be there. And then I get in the tunnel before I go out. Are you in Denver or are you on the road? In Denver, okay. home game. Like, yeah. they got the they got the bikes. Like, they, they always bring out, like, big choppers, and they just light the place up. They smoke everywhere and everything, right? Like, they do a great show to start the game. So, uh, yeah, I'm, like, super pumped running out. I'm the last guy to get called, number 91, right, last, last guy. So I'm just – everybody's getting called. I'm just, like, bouncing around under, in the tunnel, right, just, like, so pumped. I finally run out, give all the guys handshakes. I'm so excited. I'm I like run by everybody, like giving them ha- like giving them high fives. I get to the glass and I just punch the glass, like just so fired up, right? Punch the glass. I'm like, 
oh no way like i just like for some reason i was like i hit that so hard like there's got to be something wrong oh. i'm standing there for all of O canada i'm like this thing is throbbing my hand is just throbbing like i want to go back and see if there's like film of like the whole intro because i like go up and just rock the glass i'm surprised i didn't break the glass <laughs> and I, I uh i'm not sitting there in O canada i'm like no way no way like my hand hurts so bad right now i get to the bench I'm like, the boys are firing around smelling salts. I'm like, yeah, throw those my way. Like, I got to I gotta find it here. I might be going out for a shift. And, uh, yeah, my hand stayed numb for, like, two shifts. Finally just, like, went away, and it was just all adrenaline, yeah, right? I and say. I just started playing. Like, But I was, like, worried. Like, imagine I like <laughs> imagine I go and break my hand off the glass, and my first game, it's just like, yeah, yeah, you're not playing. Imagine that. Holy that would have been hilarious. It would have oh, been, been bittersweet. Like, like, oh, but yeah. It would have been funniest. It would have been the funniest story ever. But I would have like, I would have went home and just like hid under the sheets for a week. I would have not have been able to live that one down. But. Dude, who'd you play against? <laughs> I played against uh, the San Diego Seals. So I was playing like one of my best buddies, um, Austin Stats. He's a part of Northern Torch too. Okay. Yeah, we uh, brought him on. But he's like one of my best friends, college roommate. Like, yeah, he's, that guy's my dog, right? He's, uh, he'll always be one of my best buddies, but, uh, he, I was playing him and so it was nice to, to get a win and, you know, I had a couple goals, so. Oh, you said a couple goals? Yeah, I had two goals and two goals and an assist my first game. You go and punch the glass after your first goal. Like, fuck yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Big Sally jump off the glass, but this actually, it's funny. That's the so, chimney again. Sorry about that fellas. <laughs> Listeners. Fellas are working hard out there. Oh, yeah. But uh, so funny story about the the first game. I had a buddy from college, and uh, he had heard that I was gonna be playing, and and uh, I was talking to him, and he goes, uh, he goes, if you score, like, what's your Sally gonna be? I was like, I have no idea, man. And he's like, so he tells me, he's like, um, yeah, put one hand up in the air and jump off the glass, like put your hand up like this, and then up off the glass. This guy sent me this in a text, like I probably still got it. <laughs> he says this. Sure enough, I get a pass. And I'm right in front of the net, one fake score. Hand goes up, I jump off the glass. Woo. Like, it was just like, how, like, how did this guy know that this was going to do? Like, I don't know if I've ever done that, fucking Sally. And uh, <laughs> he he just said that, and I was just like, we were just like joking around. And then ended up being that. Well, this guy's blowing me up after the game. I fucking told you, man. Like, like all this shit, right? <laughs> he's calling me. He's like, no way. I called to Sally and everything, right? Like, so it was just like, you know, a funny moment there of it him just calling it and me actually scoring in my first game and then you know doing that exact thing that yeah. that he said right that's so, awesome yeah it was it was funny he was another college roommate of mine dorian faster his name but yeah he's a he's a beauty too american guy oh yeah um but yeah so it was funny that that he that he guessed that one yeah that's sick yeah that's a great first experience yeah a little yeah. trouble to start a little hand could be broken and a couple goals couple yeah yeah silly. it was a roller coaster you're good to, that's how you want it to be oh though. yeah that's one awesome. that I'll, ne I'll never forget for how, sure how much time are we at mark how long? Man, that banging's gonna suck. <laughs> Whatever, we'll figure it out after. What time's your? What time do you gotta be out of here? Twelve thirty. We got the camp at one thirty. I don't have to be there probably. You know, half hour early maybe. Um, you've played on turf and you've played on cement. Yep. What do you prefer more? Uh, I prefer the turf. Really? Turf feels better to fall on, but the turf burn on the knees it sucks. So yeah, I don't know. I. I like both. Like, gr growing up, I only ever played on the cement. Like, at home, that's all we have. There's no turf. Yeah. Um, the ball bounces a little bit different on the turf. I find it deadens it a bit, which actually can help lots of times. I love throwing bounce shots. That's like, you know, I love throwing far foot bounce shots. So, that's uh, the uh, that's um, one thing that, you know, works with the turf is it deadens it, gets mm -hmm. it underneath the glove. You know, sometimes you're playing on the concrete and it'll bounce a little too much, but... For the most part, I don't. I don't mind. Like, I don't go into a game and I'm like, "Oh yeah, turf tonight." Like, uh, yeah, it doesn't matter to me. No, no. You take draws? No, no, never have. Well, the guy on our team, he was one of the other, like in minor, he was one of the other really good players. Yeah. He was lights out on draws, so oh, yeah. I just stayed away from it. What's your advice for uh, an offensive? I don't even know what to call him. Like an offensive draw guy, but he's not taking the draw. Just the guy on O going to get the ball. What's your, I guess, advice for lining up against the D? Obviously, you want to get your leg in front of the guy, but what's your body position like? And like, what's your mindset like? I gotta get that fucking ball. You got any advice uh, for? I always love that part of the game. Just it's a little, it's like a dog pile. It's like yeah, 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 ball. yeah. It is. It's one of those things that like, there's not even. I don't know if there's. 
I don't even know if there's a technique. The ball is like the ball rarely goes into the same spot off a draw. You know what I mean? Like you, unless you, you got a real oh draw yeah, you got guy. a good guy, and it's just like okay, he's putting it to a spot. But for you know, giving advice for young kids, it's like both kids they're just pulling back, and whatever way it goes, it goes, and it's so hard to predict. But I was on ball team like as a you know as a young kid, but it was always just like you know run in, slash a guy's stick, try to pick up the ball. Right? We didn't have any like now. There's like you know. Teams will just know, okay, our our draw guy is going to put the ball here. Yeah. When he puts it here, we're going to have this guy there, and we're going to have a guy breaking up the other side. Like, that's just, you know, stuff that just players know from playing with each other. But, yeah, as a, as a kid, it's just, you know, go battle. But, like, in, find it. in the NLL, though, there's no, like, like my whole like, – I don't get me – I've had practices in, for lacrosse, but out of every practice I've ever had, there was never, like, a set draw thing. And I always wondered in the NLL or just at the higher leagues, it's like, do they – off the draw, do those guys have, like, a set play or is it just go get the fucking ball? I think it's just go that, get it and then it's read, it. it's read and react, right? If the ball goes here and this guy gets it, you know, what are, what are these other four guys doing, yeah. right? So it's, it's all read and react. And, at you know, at that level, I don't even think – like guys wouldn't even really think about that. It would just be a, something they go and do, right? Yeah. Oh, that guy got the ball. You know, I'm not thinking. Oh, I got to get the space over here. It's just you know, you're just going there. You know what I mean? I think a lot of stuff is just read and react, and it's stuff that you don't even necessarily think about doing. You just go and do from you know pure instinct. What's one thing that you've worked on this summer to try to get better? Uh, one thing I've tried to get better at is studying the game. Um, just not being able to play as much as we have been. I just took the time to like. Just study film. One thing I did is I've always, I've always sort of watched. Okay, I'm gonna watch my games and see how I can improve my game. But I think a big thing for me now is go and watch players that have a similar playing style as you, and go look at the things that they do really well while playing, you know, similar to you, and try to implement some of those things into your game. Right? You can watch your own game, and if it doesn't, if you can, you can watch your own game, watch that film, and if it, if you're not you know, if you're not changing or doing anything new, it's hard to learn from that, your own film. You know what I mean? Where if I want to go and, you know, improve my game and, and start doing stuff that I'm not doing now, I got to go watch other players, mm. right? So I've been watching other players around the league that, you know, I think play sort of similar to me and, you know, been trying to steal some of their stuff. So That's cool. <coughs> Film's so good. Yeah. Film's unreal. Are you all right? <coughs> Do you want tissue? <coughs> yeah, please. Mark McDrabbin one. Fuck, it could be the dust down here. <coughs> I think it might be. This eye has just been getting pelted. Damn it. But No, it's not bad, though. It's not bad. Sure, you're watering. Yeah, it's just this one eye. I don't just know why. keep the box right there, so just in case he wants another one. Yeah, no, that's good. These chimney guys, man. We didn't even, like, I, we, this wasn't, this was supposed to happen on Monday and Tuesday, but then I'm pretty sure they canceled. They could be right there, so I don't want to talk shit. Yeah. That's but the uh, that's the name of the game. That's the uh, the contractor and uh, that business. You something ever, pops up or you know something goes wrong and you're you're at the last job site for two more days. Well, do you ever have any other jobs other than lacrosse player? Yeah, so I uh, right now at home I do like patio landscaping. Oh no way! Yeah, so I do that with uh, a guy's name's Brandon Shipley. He's a great boss, but uh, yeah, so I do that. He gives me all kinds of time off for lacrosse. So, but uh, I've had a few different jobs. I was. Building houses for Burner Contracting for a while. Another great company at Owen Sound. Um, yeah, I had a couple different jobs. Worked for my uncle's flooring company for a bit. Oh yeah. Yeah, just bouncing around. I'm hoping, I'm hoping you know next summer we can go on a big tour with Northern Torch and mm. that kind of be uh, that kind of be my main my main focus in my job. That'd be sick. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm telling you, around here, like the amount of kids Pace was telling me you guys got this year, I was blown away. Yeah, I think we we got over 75 kids. Blown away. Yeah, which is like. I guess, you know, you know, 75 is is unbelievable really anywhere, but I guess here it's 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 huge, right? And I'm, like, you know, I think with the response that we're getting from a lot of parents and a lot of kids, like, you know, we want to be up near over 125 next year, right? That's that's the goal. Continue dude. to grow, bring more pro coaches. Like if we can get to that many kids, you know, next time we'll bring we'll bring my you know, it'll be myself, Pacer and then two or three other pros, right? So Maybe even bring a goalie out. We talked about doing goalie camps, so the goalie will pay. Like if the camp's hundred bucks, goalie will pay one fifty. He'll get a whole extra day with a NLL goalie um, as a goalie camp. So that's something that we talked about. We think we want to do next year. So that would be beneficial for sure. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah, just like growing up here, man. There's no cams. Yeah. Just nothing. Like, and YouTube wasn't even a thing. So, like, I know kids now, if there's no, they just go to YouTube. And, like, you just said, you watch what other guys are doing and then yeah. you implement it. Like, even, but even back then, there's nothing like that. Yeah. It was such a, figure it out on your own if yeah. you score you score if you don't you don't and yeah. like i said those tournaments we used to go to when we were young just such eye openers from those kids from ontario bc yeah eye opener yeah yeah no kidding like i even playing in that uh team ontario that tournament like you just see you know you think you know it doesn't make any sense why over here can't be like there right yeah, like no, yeah there's not as many kids but if we start kids playing at the same age all it comes down to is coaching mm. If you have coaching here, you start with kids at a young age. There's no reason why they can't get to that, you know, that level of these kids in Ontario playing junior A, right? So that's our goal. We're going to come back here every year, if not, you know, two, three times a year, oh. depending on the schedule. And, you know, we're going to really see if we can take Nova, Nova Scotia lacrosse to another level. You ever play in the Prague tournament? No, I haven't. I've heard unbelievable things about that tournament. Tons of buddies that play in it, but... I've never played in it. I heard it's a fun time. It's unbelievable. I, know I played there only one year, mm -hmm. but uh, mo one of the most fun I've had as an adult in my adult life. That, yeah. That week. Just, yeah. you're not spending a lot of money. Yeah. You're playing lacrosse. You're in a beautiful, beautiful city. Mm. There's thousands. There's probably like a thousand people watching you. Like, yeah. Yeah. There's a replay score. You're on turf. The food is great. The food's cheap. The beer's great. The beer's cheap. Yeah. And you're in Europe, so as soon as the tournament's done, you can go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. It's just unbelievable. Yeah. It's the coolest tournament. I'd recommend going at some point. Oh, yeah, I plan on it, yeah. All those things, like, it doesn't seem like it's going to get much better than that, eh? Like, oh! That's unbelievable. I'll tell you, so that tournament, I've never seen myself play lacrosse until that tournament. Because live streaming oh, wasn't yeah, yeah, really yeah. a thing. That's weird. Like, That's weird, I yeah. never, no one really filmed lacrosse around here. Wow. So the first time I ever saw myself play lacrosse was at that uh at that tournament and like i remember i scored a goal and i was looking at the big screen i was just i was like that's my that's me i got you like that's yeah and that's like to crazy. this day you see a replay of your own goal you're like oh. i've never seen myself even play before it you was see weird pictures but it was weird yeah that's different i never even thought of, i've never even thought of that right because like i said to pacer i was like um it was just the other night there i think there was like a junior b game on i'm like you know we're done camp i'm like yo could we could we throw that game on can we watch it and yeah he's like, I don't, I don't even know where you could watch that, man. Like, I don't, they, I don't think they got any film there or nothing. Like, you can't, you know, we're at home. It's like, usually you can find the game somewhere, right? So. Yeah. I, I love it. It's a great, the, the technology and stuff. That's what we're being into. We do, we do a lot of live streaming for hockey. We're trying to get into mm -hmm. lacrosse, but it's a little difficult than we, than we thought. But uh, we love the live streaming stuff. It's sick. Yeah. It's fun for us. It's cool. Do you like commentate too? Yeah, we do commentate. Yeah. That, that guy does our commentary. We got a, nice. we got a bunch of other like young guys that, uh, that want to get into like the sports media business but gotcha like tsn or Sportsnet isn't here so there's only a couple companies and one of the companies is us so like we have a lot of young guys that like to commentate for us nice. do baseball hockey and they were trying to get into lacrosse yeah nice yeah it's that's cool stuff. yeah so like what is this what is the sports broadcasting what's the big one out here what's your tsn east link east link east okay link yeah like... i think i seen a sign there the other day uh, for East Link. I don't know if it was, I don't know, I don't think it was at the soccer game. I think it was somewhere else. They're like community television. So like they do a really good broadcast, but on TV. So we're trying to do the same thing, but just for the internet. Gotcha. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. 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 So, so like that's what they have through the junior B's in my hometown. It's like, it's on Rogers TV. Yeah. Same it's just thing. local channel. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. But yeah, that's like some of the stuff we're working towards. Yeah. Yeah, man. Any plans for the rest of the summer? Uh, we've got a couple more camps to do. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, the uh, it seems like. You know, there's a couple weekends then the summer that we're doing the camps, and then, um, yeah, just gearing up, getting myself ready for uh, for Colorado. I know me and that Mike guy, another guy, Ethan Woods, who's a goalie from Owen Sounders Pro, um, Jordan Cascanet, a guy that's um, going back to school. Um, these guys, we're going to uh, try to get out and rent some floor time and put in some work just to get ready for our season. So that's kind of the uh, the next main focus. Sick, man. Mm. Well, dude, I appreciate you coming out. Whenever I'm in Denver, I'm going to hit you up. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. you got a pull-out coach, and we'll be all right. Yeah. No, we'll, <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, no, no. We'll get, we'll get you out to a game, though, and then we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll go out after and, and experience the city. It'll be sweet. Dude, I'll be pumped. Dude, yeah. well, once again, hopefully, thank you very much. What? Hopefully you're doing uh, some uh, interviews with some Av guys. Oh, man, well, we know get, a bunch. Get me, get me out to the bar with some Av guys. Get me in. <laughs>
dude. <laughs> no, I, it's all you gotta funny. do is DM this. Be like, yeah, I'm a pro athlete too. Let oh, me this come is with funny you. you say that. I uh, one more thing before we go here. I, I uh, there was a couple times where I'd just be I'd just be loaded with my buddies and we'd be talking about lacrosse and hockey and stuff and. I just sent Kadri a uh, DM on Instagram. I'm like, hey, man, I play for Colorado. Like, I wear 91, right? I'm like, let's do a jersey swap. I think I've sent, like, three of them. Just no <laughs> reply. But, yeah, like, we're both 91. Let's jersey swap. If you ever seen, he's probably like, man, I don't want your, I don't want your Colorado man with jersey, man. Kadri, yeah. if you're listening, come on. Kadri, come back. on, man. DM me back. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll get out there. We'll, we'll make it happen. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious, though. We do want to get out this year. Mm-hmm. Like, it's uh, – I'm pretty sure – Flights are still somewhat cheap. Not that I'm a cheap guy, but I'd like to save some money. Mm-hmm. But we're we're still looking at uh, of getting out there. Like probably like our plane's probably like February. Yeah, but we'll we'll see. Nice. All right, man. Awesome, dude. Enjoy the rest of your your time in Halifax, and I'm sure you'll be back here next year. And if not, I'll I'll do my best to come see you up in Denver. Awesome, that's dude. awesome. I appreciate having me on, man. You're dude, doing great. Thanks. Appreciate that. Yep. Um, everyone listening, thank you very much for tuning in. Enjoy your week. It's Wednesday, Hump Day, half day through the week. Work hard, have fun, play lacrosse. Do what you got to do. We are out.
gathered for the feast They stab it with their steely knives But they just can't 